You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Sooners Nation, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Sooners podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for joining me. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. You can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at thesoonerswire.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners and on Facebook, Locked On Sooners Podcast. We're available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and the Odyssey app. And coming up on today's show, we're going to gave you another positional preview on the Tuesday episode. We looked at the quarterback position today. We are going to look at the quarterback of the defense, the linebacker group. But first, let me talk to you about the Locked On Big 12 podcast. There's no better place to get all of your Big 12 conference news than the Locked On Big 12 podcast hosted by Josh Neighbors. Follow the Locked On Big 12 podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And so, yeah, we got to dig into the linebacker position. Going to be giving you some position. Positional previews over the next few weeks as we gear up to September 4th and the Tulane game. Let's talk about the linebackers. Again, like I said, on Tuesday, we talked about the quarterbacks. Got to talk about the linebackers today. And it starts with Brian Osamoa. Brian Osamoa led the Sooners in tackles and stops per pro football focus. Pro football focus measures stops based on uh, efficiency of offense, basically. So um, success rate is a measure used to determine how efficient an offense is. Generally, we use it and apply it in the NFL. Basically, what it means is if the offense gains 60% of the necessary yardage to gain for a first down, on first down, that's considered a successful play. Uh, similarly, if they were to gain at least of the necessary yardage to gain on third down, whether it's third and 15 or third and 10, third and one, doesn't matter. It's considered a successful play. So the down and distance goes into how successful play is or not. And that just helps them measure efficiency. So stops is related to efficiency. So if Brian Osamoa makes a tackle on first and 10 for two yards, that's considered a successful play for the defense or a stop for the defense. And he gets credited with that same thing on third down. If he makes a stop on third and 10, he makes a stop for eight yards. That's considered a a win for the defense, right? Because it forces a punt. All success rate measures is basically an offense's ability to stay on the field and be efficient stops on the defensive side are the kind of the correlation for that. So Brian Osamoa leads the team in tackles and stops an efficient defender. And I think he's ready to take another step forward in his senior season for the Oklahoma Sooners. You know, he'll, he'll, And I think he's ready to take another step forward in his junior season for the Oklahoma Sooners. He's going to be a leader on this defense. And it's a linebacker group that's pretty deep, right? I think we've got at least four guys that you could throw out there on, you know, early in games and feel really, really comfortable with. But a lot of it stems from Brian Osamoa. And we'll talk about the defensive line coming up, but these guys at linebacker are going to be able to run much more freely because of the guys playing up in front of them. But Brian Osamoa is a playmaker. He can roam sideline to sideline. He's able to get into the backfield, make tackles for losses. 
And as a leader on this defense, he's going to be expected to raise his game as Oklahoma Sooners go into the 2021 season, looking to contend for a national championship. I imagine that he's going to be able to do that. He's already on many preseason award watch lists. He's going to be a guy that is looked at as a Sooners defender that can take the next step. And that goes with Deshaun White as well, currently projected to start alongside Brian Osamoa. Deshaun White, a senior in the defense, is looking to take another step forward as well. White was second on the team in snaps in 2020 and second on the team in tackles, tied for second with David Aguebu. Uh, he was second on the team in stops, the measure we just talked about. And, uh, you know, this is one of, the, one of the areas I feel like the Sooners linebacker group needs to improve upon, and Deshaun White's no, no different, is their coverage ability. Uh, Brian Osamoa allowed an 80% catch rate. Deshaun White, 81.8%. Brian Osamoa allowed 12.4 yards per reception. Deshaun White, 9.7 yards per reception. Uh, both of them allowed an NFL passer rating greater than 90. Uh, it's an area that they're going to have to get better at. And hopefully this season, you know, the third year in Alex Christian's defense, that they're going to be able to improve their coverage abilities because we know that the Big 12 is a passing league. College football is moving more towards a passing oriented style offense. And so these guys are going to have to improve that coverage ability in order to stay on the field full time for another 400, 500, 600 snaps, but also to help the Oklahoma Sooners defense play much better. And they got a guy that is pretty good in coverage. That's going to be coming off the bench for him, at least in that linebacker rotation. And who knows, maybe he's going to start, but they've got a nice rotation of guys. That's going to be able to help them in certain situations, have better personnel out on the field. And we'll talk about another couple guys next here on the Locked On Seniors podcast. So let me talk to you about sweat block. Do you struggle with sweating? Just excessive sweating on a regular basis that stains your shirts, leaves you embarrassed and unable to just go through your daily life? Well, you might want to consider sweat block. Sweat block is doctor guaranteed and doctor recommended, and it works up to seven days per use. They give you the dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't help you, to get dry, you get your money back. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show and by firefighters. It's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews and manufactured right here in the USA. Wear what you want to wear. Get your confidence back by not having to worry about sweating through your shirt, sweating through your clothes. And this is a must have for everyone's toiletry bags. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go to bed. The next morning you wake up, wash, and go about your day without worrying about sweat. Guaranteed. If you or someone you love is dealing with this, you have to check out Sweatblock. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon or at CVS. But again, go to sweatblock.com, get 20% off by using our promo code locked on. And now let's talk about David Aguebu. Caleb Kelly, the next two guys on that linebacker depth chart. And the thing that David Aguebu brings is a little bit more playmaking ability, a little bit better coverage skills. According to Pro Football Focus, Aguebu allowed receptions on more or just 78% of his targets. Uh, he had a 67.1 coverage grade, also had 15 stops. I mean, he's kind of a more complete linebacker. He's able to cover well play well in the run game 
and is a good pressure player as well. Something I, I forgot to mention in, about Brian Osamoa and Deshaun White. Each had three sacks. Brian Osamoa had 14 total pressures. David Aguayu had 12 total pressures. So he's a guy that can make plays in the run game as a pass rusher and in coverage as well. He allowed just a 63.7 NFL passer rating in 2020. And he's a guy that you look forward to taking another step forward. He's someone that has played really, really well in shorts, you know, in short uh, snap counts, but given a bigger role could be an even bigger playmaker for you. He's got really good size and length and that length is going to help him to sit down in coverage zones a little bit better and to be able to get his hands in there and make plays on balls in the air. Now on Caleb Kelly, Caleb Kelly is the veteran of the defense. He's been around for a long time now. He's bouncing back from a year that he was forced to sit out due to an injury. And it's going to be great to have his presence back because he's another guy that's a a big playmaker, someone who can help out in the running game. He's someone that knows this defense inside and out, knows what to do against coverage or against offenses that he's seen a lot of in the big 12 and and it's a veteran linebacker group all the way around but Caleb Kelly is just kind of that guy right he's that that glue guy in the group that everybody looks to for for leadership for just setting the tone defensively and it's important to have those guys around and while Brian Osamoa and Deshaun White might be the quote-unquote starters on the defense you're going to see a lot of David Aguebu and a lot of Caleb Kelly as well, because we know that Alex Trench likes to rotate those defenders. And we know that he's going to use those guys in situations that best highlights their attributes. And so you might see like a rotation and a mix of these guys while, you know, Brian Osamo and Deshaun White might start. You might see Caleb Kelly or Brian Aguebu mixing in with one of those starters, depending on the matchup, depending on the situation. You know, if it's one of those where they're trying to get their best run defenders on the field, you might see Aguebu and Asamoah on the field. If they're trying to get better, you know, pressure or better coverage, Aguebu is going to be one of those guys. You know, Caleb Kelly in the run game is probably going to be one of the people that you want to have out on the field. And, you know, they've got younger, great young guys coming up behind them as well. Players that are going to be, you know, impact players for the Sooners and, you know, you look at Shane Witter, you look at uh, Danny Stutzman, and this is just a really, really deep group. And I think it's exciting to think about because I just for years, it felt like it was, you know, just one guy out there making plays for the defense, whether it was Kenneth Murray or Neville Gallimore. Now you just have a host of guys that can come in and make plays. And when next man up happens, it literally is next man up. The, the Sooners aren't losing as much when one of your starters has to sit down for a play or two or for a series or gets injured, you got guys that can come in off the bench and make plays for you. And that's a great place to be if you're Alex Grinch in the defense. And we're not talking about Nick Bonito in this podcast because, or in this episode, because I think he's more of a, a a lineman. He, he kind of has this rush linebacker designation, which to me means he's an edge rusher, which to me, I would put him on the front four if I was talking about him. So we're going to have to have a separate discussion for uh, Nick Bonito and maybe even the rush linebacker position altogether. But this linebacker group is great. And, and I'm really excited to see how the veteran, veteran leadership translates to what 
Oklahoma is going to do on defense this year and, and how well they're going to be able to improve upon their 2020 season. That was really, really good for the defense. At least the second half of the season was really good for the defense. Now, can they carry that over into 2021 and make a run? You know, they're looking at a seventh big 12 championship, looking at maybe trying to get that eighth national title that has eluded them for 21 years now. Can they pull it off? It's going to take this linebacker group to do it. And then coming up next, we got to talk about some interesting news on the COVID front coming out of Tulane. Yikes. We'll do that next on Locked On Sooners. I also want to talk to you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. You can also get in on futures bets with the Oklahoma Sooners and the NFL over at Bet Online. You can bet on Spencer Rattler's Heisman Trophy odds, or you can check out their national championship odds as well. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines and needs anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Let me talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's easy to eat. It's 100% covered in chocolate. And it tastes great. It is fantastic tasting and it's fantastic for you. Anywhere from 130 to 180 calories, only four or five grams of sugar, four or five grams of net carbs, and the best thing, 17 or 18 grams of protein. So you get a great tasting protein bar with enough energy to get you through your morning, get you through your workout. I use it for meal replacement. I have one for breakfast every single morning and it helps me get all the energy that I need to get through my work morning, which is a very physical job. I I work a physical job, you know, moving and turning patients, lifting them up out of bed, helping them walk. And I need that protein, that energy to help me do my job well. And Built Bar provides everything I need. They got great flavors. My favorite is the peanut butter brownie. You cannot go wrong with peanut butter chocolate. It just tastes fantastic. And that brownie flavor, that brownie consistency, just, it it just, it's so good. It really is so good. You can go to builtbar.com right now. Use promo code locked 15. You'll get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. So according to Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports, uh, he spoke to Tulane AD Troy Dannon who tells Yahoo Sports that Tulane will be requiring vaccinations or a negative PCR test for everyone 12 and up within 72 hours to attend athletic events. This is in accordance with the mayoral order for events of more than 500 people and all indoor events. So, yeah, if you're planning on traveling to New Orleans to go watch a football game September 4th, make sure you get your COVID test done or you've had your vaccine done. Uh, so according to the family, this becomes the first university as far as he knows to require vaccines or negative tests for home games this year. And it'll be interesting to see if any schools follow Tulane hosts Oklahoma on September 4th. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's the current world order. Uh, I know people are tired of hearing about COVID people are tired of hearing about masks and COVID tests and vaccinations. And, and I get that. I'm tired of taking care of patients with COVID in the hospital. I'm tired of our hospitals being full and not having beds for people who are critically ill with, Ill, you know, with issues other than COVID. Um, it, uh, 
some of you may not know, but in my day job, I'm a, I'm a critical care nurse. I've been doing this for 16 years. I've, you know, mostly worked ICU pretty much the whole time. Um, had some other you know, jobs here on the side for three months or so at, at different times, but I've, we've never seen anything like this in the 16 years that I've worked as a nurse. Generally, the summertime is your slowest time in hospitals. You don't see as many, obviously, you don't see as many respiratory illnesses. You're not seeing uh, the pneumonias and flus that come with the wintertime. The wintertime is typically the, the busiest part of your year as a hospital. You're always, almost always full, whether, and even before COVID. Uh, you know, we call it cold and flu season. As people coming in all the time with pneumonias and respiratory illnesses during the wintertime. But during COVID, it's just stayed full. Uh, we had a you know two to three week stretch back in I don't know May or June where it wasn't full very very much, but that's since passed. And now we have we're just max capacity all throughout the hospital I'm at, and people waiting on beds where they can't you know at, at hospitals across the state. And again, I know everybody's just tired of hearing about this. I know everybody's tired of you know, the, the different precautions that we have to take, trust us, my wife and I, we're tired of it too. We, we hate that we're sending our daughter to school wearing a mask. We want her to live life to the fullest, and, but we also want her to be safe and we want her to, you know, not have to worry about potentially, we don't want to have to worry about potential, her potentially contracting COVID because schools can't mandate masks and school districts can't mandate masks. It's just one of those things that we're using as a precaution for her she's not old enough to get vaccinated and we have a baby, another baby in the house. And so it's just a precaution that we have to take and we don't, we don't like it because she's one of the only kids in her class that's wearing one. And, but that's just where we're at. Uh, I, I don't want to, you know, get too into, you know, the, all the different talking points on this because I know that's not what you're here for. You're not here to hear me talk about COVID. You're here to talk about football, but like 2020 COVID may have a real impact on what happens with this 2021 season. The big 12 has already stated that teams will have to forfeit games if they're not able to meet the thresholds required to play a game. Unlike in 2020 where they could cancel it or postpone it, play it at a later date. That's not going to be an, an option for teams in this year. You look at the senior schedule, they have one bye week scheduled in and, and that's late in the season. And so there's not going to be any room for any margin for error, error. You know, according to DJ Grand, the Sooners are about 90% vaccinated. And, but also we know that people who are vaccinated can still get sick. And the, the illness is just lessened and the hospitalizations are much fewer for those who are vaccinated than those who aren't. But yeah, it, it's, it's just one of those things. It's going to be, it's going to be a thing this year. As much as we don't want it to be a thing, it's going to be a thing. And it's already going to be a thing on September 4th. So if you're planning on traveling to Tulane to see that game, make sure that you have got a negative PCR test. There's, a, there's several different types of tests. So one is a PCR. Uh, the other one is the antigen test. And that one runs a lot quicker. However, if they're requiring PCR tests, that's going to require more time on, on your end up front. Make sure you give yourself enough time. If you're planning on going, to the game, it's going to take a little bit more time to run that test than it will take an antigen test as far as I'm, as far as I'm aware. So make sure that you just are aware of what New Orleans is requiring. 
and aware of what your responsibilities are if you're going to go to that game. Because I know some of you, some of you will. There will be Sooners fans in attendance. We travel well, right? Sooners all over the world. That's why we call it Sooner Nation, or you know, really should call it Sooner Universe. But I mean, the Sooners all over America that are going to be going to these games, and just be aware that this is an evolving thing, and and policies and guidelines are going to be changing for different cities. We might see changes happen here in Oklahoma for Norman as things continue to kind of heat up again, we haven't had any beds at our hospital by all reports. There haven't been any beds in the state. There's just hundreds of patients waiting in ERs trying to get beds. I heard a story of one you know, practitioner trying to call out of state. You know, people are just looking for inpatient beds rather than get one. So all that to say, just be safe. I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do, but be safe, be wise, talk to your your doctor, talk to your family, try and figure out what the best situation is for you all. Just know that this is going to have an effect again on 2021. And again, hate talking about it. Hate that that is the reality because it's changed our country. It's changed the way we do life. It's changed relationships. I mean, relationships have been in strife over certain things, but really just love each other. Um, watch out for one another, take care of one another and, and help each other out. Um, that's, that's the only way we're going to get through this is together. We can't, we can't get through this divided. It's just not going to be, it's not going to be an option for us. (sighs) And so that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on singers. Sorry. It was a bummer here at the end. Sorry that we had to get into COVID, but it's, it's relevant at this point. We thought it might not be back a few months ago after the vaccine came out and, and numbers died down, but it's relevant again. So again, take care of yourself. That's going to do it for Lockdown Sooners. Until tomorrow, we'll have a special Saturday episode because we missed Wednesday. Make sure you go back and listen to that quarterback preview from Tuesday. But uh, yeah, my name is John Williams. Again, follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Sooners and on Facebook, Lockdown Sooners Podcast. Until our next episode, Boomer Sooner.